This episode is brought to you with the help from Powertech Fitness, a global leader in premier strength equipment celebrating over 20 years of being committed to stronger lives. Please visit them on Facebook, Instagram, or their website at www.powertech.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Today, I'm really excited to host Hiram Chodish. Hiram graduated from Lesling University with a degree in history and then pursued his law degree at Yale. After practicing law for a few years, Hiram left to pursue teaching and eventually reached his position as the fifth president of Claremont McKenna College. During his time as president, the college has raised over $135 million for the student imperative, which I'm excited to learn about. That is a scholarship and a financial aid program for students and opened three new centers for college. Today, Hiram will be sharing his experiences and the decisions he made to get where he is today and what inspired him. Welcome, Hiram. Thank you, Brennan. So Happy to be here. Great to have you. So, Hiram, what what is the the advice that you typically uh, give graduating seniors as they begin the the workforce? When graduates are first entering the workforce and taking on their new job, they're understandably nervous, insecure, uh, worried about uh, what they're going to do, what it's going to be like, how they can be successful, and that nervousness often puts them in a position where they're focused on themselves and doing the right thing and not making mistakes. And one of the pieces of advice that I give recent graduates is to put their attention on others and to try to figure out what the people they're working for need from them and how to align their work in the most positive way uh, with what is needed from them. And that will help often take attention away from themselves and put it on those around them by asking lots of questions about what people they're working for really value and how they want things done. And to just let their curiosity flow over that um, with lots of questions, but also to align their energy, their investment, and their herbs that they expend every day with what uh, their employers, what that organization needs and what its mission is in the world. Or did you have mentors or someone that helped you kind of think through the the long-term vision of this? I I mean, I think it goes back to some early educational influences and opportunities that I had that really put my focus on the why. I I think the very best of education uh, cultivates a kind of curiosity about the why. Uh, Okay, this this is what we do and this is how we do it. But why do we do it? And what is our basic purpose? Um, And aligning one's life, uh, daily life, our family life, our our work in the community, but also our work in different uh, employment settings with the purpose of that organization, its mission, what it's trying to achieve, what it's trying to contribute, uh, is something that I've learned to be absolutely essential uh, as an ingredient to being able to perform well uh, within the contours of that institutional environment. So 
are part of the new centers that have been created over the last couple of years. I know that since you've been there, there's been three new centers. So is that what part of those new centers about, or are those centers totally in a, in a different area? Yeah. Well, everything's working towards the basic underlying goals of making sure that uh, our students are developing, you know, the fluencies and literacies that they need at a basic level that they're developing the qualities of character uh, that we need in our society and that they're developing the highest level, highest value performance capabilities like complex problem solving and increasingly collaborative forms of leadership in flat systems and across uh, division in a context of controversy. So everything we do sort of hones in on those very high level objectives. Uh, the development of research labs or social impact labs is all about creating experience uh, for students to take on major problems. Uh, the way in which we um, train in effective dialogue is to, again, build not just the emotional commitment to solving problems, but the, the real intellectual and social skills to transcend difference and come up with common solutions to very difficult problems. Uh, investment in our competitive athletics program also builds teamwork and learning through, uh, at times, learning through failure and learning the kind of resilience that our scholar athletes learn when they're trying to compete at an increasingly uh, high uh, national award-winning levels. You know, as as you mentioned, um, a couple of these things. You know, one thing that you know kind of comes top top of mind is was there an aha moment for you when you realized what this purpose and what your why was? I mean, it's super clear at this point what you're trying to accomplish in bringing people uh, together yeah. through high-end programs. But I'm wondering if there was something that. Um, gave you a nudge in this sense or like there there was this time where you where you really recognized what your purpose was and I'm curious how that came about because I think that that is the challenge for a lot of people is they work towards something but you know um, it takes some influence for them to publicly say what they're going to do and it, it's clear that you know what you're doing at this point but I'm, I'm curious if there was a time that came to mind that you can think of where it became clear for you? Yeah, there are many moments of clarity. I think, um, you know, the, the, there's not a single moment, but I'll give two really quick examples. Uh, <laughs> okay. One is that, you know, and I, I talked a little bit about aligning our own commitments with those of others. and. Uh, I would say that it's really important to be successful to get beyond one's own self-absorption or solipsism. And I do remember when I was a, a fairly young tenured professor, I was asked by one of my uh, former universities to co-chair a transnationalization task force. And in my very first presentation to any board of trustees, I presented the strategy and vision, and I said very simply that it was our, it should be our goal to leverage our research, teaching, and service 
prowess to improve the human condition. And I remember one of the university leaders standing up at the end, at the conclusion of my presentation and saying, yes, but Hiram, what is this going to do for us? And I remember just being haunted by that question and feeling very strongly that it's that kind of question that actually undermines uh, our ability to solve basic problems. Because if we're all so absorbed only with what we're bringing to ourselves, we're, we're never going to be able to sustain our society and broader civilization. So that's, that's, that's one thing. Second, um, I remember from the time I was you know, filling out applications to law school and then reflecting on why over so many years I've dedicated so much time to thinking about the nature of comparison or to work on large mediation reform. Uh, I tried to piece all that together and one of the themes that I found that explained in retrospect uh, or explain maybe more inductively based on what I had done was that in each of these instances I was trying to work through um, a basic question that's, that I've had for many, many years since I really, uh, the challenge of the different conditions under which people live and the conflicts that result from their interaction and what are the strategies that our civilization uses to both understand or appreciate those differences, but also to prevent, reconcile, or mitigate those conflicts. And I can almost relate everything that I've done professionally to some version of, or some feature of that question. Well, thank you, Hiram, for sharing that. Uh, this has been a Stella Oak Mavens podcast, I'm sure. Uh, Hiram will be tuning in to Claudia Guerra's uh, podcast. She is a neuroscientist speaking about general health and wellness. And since he's learning on new subjects, this is going to be a new one for him that he may not be an expert or maven in yet in this field. But thank you for tuning in today. We can always have you follow us on iTunes and on Instagram at Stella Oak Mavens. We empower you, the listener, to take control of your life.